Welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train Jerry coming to you live from the West Village of Manhattan. That's right. Every Monday, we take your emails, your stories, your questions, and I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. That's how this whole thing works. You tell a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, anyone with ears, and then they tell a, a, a friend, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa. And it's like, that's, you know, Let's let's think of currency, people. The currency of podcasts. Uh, how do you pay me for this fantastic show? And I'm going to explain it right off the bat. You share with a friend. You make it your Instagram story. You tag someone in the videos I'm posting on Instagram. You tweet about it. You like it. And that is all payment. Some of it's a penny. Some of it's a big old fat dollar. And and also you support the sponsors. I don't know if some of this stuff is helping you out or not. There's a sponsor for everybody. So go use the codes that I've given. Use the codes. Have them help you help me. How You see how that works? And you come to a show. That's how it goes. Oh, also, there's Patreon. Patreon, I'm doing three extra podcasts a week for $5 a month. That is, what is that? Three, six, nine, 12 extra podcasts a month for a five dot for the price of a cup of coffee. So patreon.com slash Jared Freed, patreon.com slash Jared Freed. All that's I mean, those are all the announcements. I'm 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 on the road again. I'm telling funnies on the road again. I'm gonna be in Boston this weekend, which sold out. Thank you, everybody. Dallas, Texas, New Brunswick, New Jersey, Perrysburg, Ohio, Buffalo, New York. Come on out, jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com. So that's those are all the options. I've given you so many ways to feel good about enjoying this show. Because I, listen, if I go somewhere and they're like, have it for free, I go, oh, what can I, let me, let me throw you a tip. That's, you know, th- this is kind of the way, you, you know, and listen, there's a lot of podcasts that won't mention money. I'm not one of those. I am aggressively meshing it. So... Very excited to be here. Uh, a return guest to the podcast. Uh, you're, you've entered OKP status, original key player, hilarious comic, Ashley Gavin. Thank you for coming back. Thank you for having me. You, I learn so much from you every time I listen to you do oh. the spiel. Probably no one gives a fuck about the spiel, but I give a huge fuck about the spiel. I am learning a lot. Also, what the, I'm going to plug your Patreon. My patrons are only getting like two episodes bonus for five dollars oh. that is an incredible per month what you're per month oh see i'm doing too much work i think i think you're right i, I, I gotta that's I gotta a lot <laughs> i'm 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 pissing your patrons <laughs> off right now they're like actually don't tell them don't yeah, tell them that this is a huge waste that's of time. it we're going once a week we're done well i do three <laughs> different i they're shorter podcasts they're three different flavors. i was gonna ask the other thing that i do on mine is I do an extended uncut for every mm. episode. So like See, you're getting a bonus 20, what would, 20 to now, 40. Now every everyone episode. should go listen to Ashley's podcast. It's a fantastic podcast. I've been a guest on it. It's called We're Having Gay Sex. and A great guest, a favorite. Oh, thank you. I had a blast on there. It's called We're Having Gay Sex. It's every Monday. A great podcast to add to your um, into your your library, so to speak. What What is an uncut episode of We're Having Gay Sex? To me, that's a pretty uncut show to begin yeah. with. That's an uncircumcised <laughs> show. Like I, you're literally—it's a jarring title. So, what could be more uncut than, you know, we're fucking? You know, uh, uh, 
I I guess the uncut stuff is like the stuff that I wouldn't normally like. There's a very popular TV show, for example, that we just shat on for like 15 minutes, and I can't put on the internet like my real thoughts about like some other comedian's TV show. Like that's not something that can go out there. So like that's an example of just like the kind of thing that I only want a couple thousand people to hear about. You know what I mean? Well, like it's like the I think you the bring private up a, thoughts. I think you bring up such a crucial point to the internet. This is a big thing. And you're like, I couldn't put my real thoughts on the internet, but I'll put them on the internet for the people who pay for it. And it's like, it is interesting <laughs> because you trust them more. I, I, I'm that I way with my, my Patreon. Be, I, I, and it's like, this goes into the world of canceling. And what you find is that the people that do the canceling are the ones that don't care about the person that they're listening to or that they're watching or that they're getting tweets from. It's it's a it's kind of someone that was there for the reason of fuck this person. I'm taking them out. Yeah. It's decontextualized. What we do for a living is like so reliant on context. Mm. And so if someone just walks in and hears me being like, you know, like I said on a, this will go on an uncut version, never in a cut version, but I said, you know, I jerk off like a man. I don't want to shoot up a school. Like I, that it's like purely, it's like pure, you might cut this from this podcast. You can bleep it. I don't see like any reason. Joke, I, I don't see any reason why I would cut it out, but I understand what you're saying. Like you're, you, like you know, that joke might not be the best thing to put in a TikTok clip. You know what I mean? If someone sure. saw it, they'd be like, oh, she's making fun of this. And it's like, no, I'm making fun of men. Like, that's who I'm yeah. making fun of. But like, yeah. And, and it is interesting what you're saying. It is, um, and it's the evolution of the internet because, and that was like the fun part about going on your show is like, you know, I come on straight white dude on a we're having gay sex show. And it's like, I'm there to have fun. And like, I, I think the intent of, I'm here to have fun and I'm not here to like, be an angry asshole to anybody that and when you're introduced that way hey this is my friend jared he's here to have fun he's funny he's great you know i i think that is like a big part of this like why people get angry like i'll, I'll give you an example i put up a i had a tweet from um and it, and it's so interesting that the internet has evolved to the point where we have close internet people and <laughs> distant internet people like you, you you're saying i wouldn't put the joke on tiktok because you know that gets into the algorithm now you're in the yeah. greater tiktok world maybe you're on an algorithm that is yours but it's 10 it's 10 uh, rings outside of yeah. your ecosystem yeah. and it's very interesting because i had a joke where and i i tweeted it like a week ago it was about the Gabby Petito um, thing that's going on. The she's, um, which is a very sad story, and everyone knows that's a sad story. But I thought it was so interesting the way women, in particular, were watching and following the story. They were following it like it was a Netflix documentary that was already made. And it's like, this story hasn't even been written yet. And people are like looking at her bracelets and her TikToks. And, and I understand why people do that. I I do. But I was saying women are, uh, you know, men are watching their fantasy football team and women are watching a murder mystery happening in real time. (laughs) And and then I put it on Instagram and people were like, whoa, too soon. And it's like, she's passed away. And I'm like, 
this has nothing to do with a tragic event of a woman passing away or maybe getting murdered by her boyfriend. This has to do with the people watching it. Yes, you know, this and is it's a commentary like, on society, not on Gabby's death. Totally. And I, I think it's very clear when there is a distinction, but for some reason, some people get very upset very quickly, and they don't take that extra second to think. Oh, is this a, is this a piece of social commentary? Like, if I were to like break this down in English class, like, how would we all find it? They instead are like, "You said Gabby, therefore you're making fun of Gabby." Totally, like that's what and, they think. And, and this is also the and and those people maybe they follow me because of the Bachelor once a week, you know. And the minute you go into like the outer rings of your following, right. and even you know, it's like degrees of separation is the less they trust you and the more yes. it's you popping into a room it you know that to someone and I I have empathy for this person to someone I took it down off Instagram because I was like I'm not here to make so to ruin someone day of I course, I, of course, I believe yeah. in what I said but I don't I I could defend it but it's I'm not, not looking to defend it. it it's not worth it to me but to some of these people it's me running into the room that they're sitting in being like dead woman and it's just running out and it's like it's like that's not it's the so case funny. at all i had one recently where my on my podcast my friend was messing with me and she goes are you bi because we were just talking about bisexuality mm. and i immediately was like immediately was like are you fucking kidding me not because like <laughs> i'm afraid of being bi like that's not it at all sure. i'm just find men disgusting and I'm such a proud lesbian. I was like, what the fuck is your problem? And I thought that clip was so funny. I threw it on the internet and on TikTok and it got it got that really nice level of people coming in being like, this is biphobic. Like, why would you be yes. so ashamed to be bi? <laughs> but just enough that it helped it go viral. And there were more people who were like, come on, guys. She's clearly gay. She's You're, messing around. Now you have this <laughs> war of the, you yes. know, like these two warring sides. And you're just God watching from above yeah, these two exactly. people duke it out for your entertainment. Yeah, yeah I, I, I totally gotten, understand. I totally understand Not what you're talking about. That, I think. <laughs> so we're having gay sex. That's the podcast. And if anyone listening here has never listened to it, use my episode as kind of your like appetizer in. If you could explain it, I, I think it's a very free f flowing conversation about sexuality. But how would you explain it? That would be my understanding of it. Yeah, it's a con at its heart. It is a comedy podcast where I'm basically tricking queer people into consuming more mainstream comedy. Uh, that's how <laughs> I look at it. But for people who are not, yeah, for people who are not queer, who are like, am I gonna like that? We have straight guests on all the time. It's just sort of like the conversations around sex and dating through a lens where a gay person could be like, that really feels weird that guys like have to pay the check that's such a crappy example but like that it's, it's your but gay an friend. understandable yeah 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 it's your gay friend being like have you thought about it this way and also well, you get to hear oh sorry no go ahead i'm sorry to interrupt because i i go ahead and, and then the other pieces that you will learn about uh gay sex and a judgment free gay sex and dating and and trans culture and queer culture and non-binary you'll learn all those things that you've been hearing about on the internet in a really judgment free zone that is funny that's the most important part and i think like i was just had a podcast i just taped a podcast where we were talking about like giving people a uh i i think emma wilman was uh, was on my last uh the j train or she's gonna be on 
luxury lounge this coming Thursday preview people. But um, we were talking about like you should get a five year buffer on asking questions like we should give everyone yes. five years on every subject like hey we're sorry that was 2010 we're done with you know discussing <laughs> you know like whatever the topic was in 2010 but like I have right. a question for you what um who pays on a lesbian date how do you work that out yeah I think uh there's you made me no think of it with that that example that is that is one of the more common questions, which I would put into the bucket of who is the man. Um, there's that who is the man bucket of questions, uh, I, which, I, which I guess that would be like sorry. the that would be like the way like the coded version. Like if I met you and your yes. girlfriend, I would be like, that was so a way more I don't want like I don't want to so ask who's, who's got the, man. who's got the dick in their nightstand. Yeah, um, but, who's paying uh, for these dates? If you know what I mean, <laughs> like that would be like the asshole way of asking that question. Yeah, uh, I think I think it really actually depends because I feel that most women that I'm seeing are asking to split it these days. Mm. I would say a couple years ago it was more me, but maybe because. I was problematic because I really like quote unquote being the boyfriend for a lack of a better term for okay. your listeners who like might that I don't love saying that, but I do have like a masculine energy and I do enjoy like, um, like making my partner feel good and cared for sure. or whatever. So well, like, uh, there's gotta be an element of like, I asked you out like, like yes. when I when I when when I'm on a date, I'll say like in someone and someone's like, let's split it. I go, no, I asked you out. That's the way yes. I play it. But I would imagine that's, such that's a polite the polite way to do that and to allow women to ask men out like that. Is, yeah, that's that's the correct. You're better at this than I am. I'm like, I'm the man one. I pay for dates. <laughs> <laughs> bang, bang. Are you um, are you single now or are you in a relationship? I'm single. Um yeah, I'm like I not am too. How, it at this moment. I well, I am as well, and I'm. Uh, wh why aren't you loving it? What is? Because I I think it's it's interesting that you say that because I'm like, I'm wading through these waters very timidly after yeah. getting out of a long term relationship, and I'm being like, and it's it's more anxious. I'm I'm finding more anxiety than than fun in this world. Yeah. I don't know about you. I I was in a great relationship that ended for like, uh, because we had a pretty significant age gap and she okay. was like, I need to like be a full human being. She was very mature, mature enough to know that like she wasn't a full human and wanted to go have some time alone to like figure out what her life was going to be. Got it. You know? How old, how old is she? What was the age gap? And she's 25. I'm 33. Got it. Okay. So and it is like, you know? Yeah, I, I get that. And like, sometimes you want to be a 25 year old, you know, like, yeah, exactly. And, and, and more importantly, you want to be a 33 year old. You don't want to have to deal with a 25 year old. Yes. Yeah. And <laughs> I had like, there were like no major, there were really, I, I mean, like no one ever believes this, but it was like totally amicable and mutual. And there were like no big issues in the relationship, which is why it's like really frustrating to be dating right now, because it's like, sure. I everywhere I go, I see issues with the people <laughs> that I'm, I'm like, well, this is not the perfect thing that I had. So you're you know, comparing it, was, it to almost, yeah. and, and you're comparing it to almost an unfair, com it's an unfair comparison because 
obviously, like I, if it, even amicable breakups, there were issues. Something was off enough, you know, yeah, like yeah. to 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 make a huge move, and also not being right, good but not being right, can be a reason. So yes. you're looking for like that that ghost of a right, and so you're yeah. and which is. The like it's even harder than what you had before. So of course there's gonna be disappointment with the people you're meeting. Yeah, and I'm just like fucking old, man. I hooked up with a girl <laughs> in San Francisco and I was just like, I don't even want to be having sex right now. I just want someone to like hold me and be like, You had a long day. Like, yeah. wow, like good for you for finishing this day and getting into bed, <laughs> you star. Like that's I, what I wanted. <laughs> I just want PJs and head scratches. How, yeah, what what prostitute is selling that? There's got to That's got to <laughs> exist. Is there I a head scratch? Emo- I need an emotional sex worker. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's what right. I need. <laughs> well, Ashley, I'm pumped to have you back. Um, fantastic comedian. Everyone go follow at AshGavs on Instagram and TikTok. You're AshGavs on TikTok as well, right? AshGavs comedy. I got kicked off once for having the panda s- porn on my live stream and it's a long story, but <laughs> the sex comedy is tough to do on TikTok. So it's Ash so Gav's comedy on, on TikTok and Ash Gav's on, on Instagram, but it'll be all over my social media. I'll, I'll share, share, make sure you go follow and go check out. We're having gay sex. It's a fantastic podcast. You're going to love it. You ready to do some emails? I would love to. Okay, so let's do it. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Newly single need help, please. Okay, so maybe this is this podcast. I always say we're talking out of our ass. We don't know what we're talking about. We just admitted two recently single people sitting here being like, this is a depressing dipshit world, but <laughs> maybe we can commiserate with this listener. And it says newly single ple- help, please. And an update from an old email you've read on the pod. Hey, Jared, longtime oh, fan and listener here. I've told all my friends about tickets as you've come to my city. I appreciate the laughs. Last November, you and Allison Leiby, hilarious comic, uh, episode aired around November 20th, actually predicted my breakup after I wrote into the podcast because my boyfriend really disappointed me on my birthday. You guys said he'd break up with me as soon as he moved to his new city in January 2021. And while you were right, we did, not, we did end up getting back together until finally breaking up this July. It was a tough breakup, but I'm doing better than I would have thought uh, Thought with it. I've come to r- realize that it was definitely in my best interest long term. Well, good for you. Now that I'm single again, so she's single since July. After two years out of the dating game, I need you and the esteemed guests help. Can you give any tips for getting back out there again? I'm on the apps, been on a couple first dates and with uh, with some good guys, and I'm having trouble navigating this quote-unquote talking or getting to know someone stage. For instance, how long is too long after a first date to set up a second? I went on a first date with someone on a Tuesday. We seemed to hit it off, although there was no kiss at the end. I feel like there was chemistry there, and we've been texting ever since. Following the date, I had a pretty full weekend of plans, so there was no option for a weekend second date, but it's now a week later with no second date on the books. Is this a sign that he's not interested or just trying to keep me available for a late night meetup text? Any advice you can give about dating casually again is greatly appreciated. Thanks. A not so cool girl trying to play it cool. Ashley Gavin, what do you think? Well, I will just say first off that I don't understand straight men at all. So please um, okay. feel free, Jared, to totally disregard I jump everything I say and give me some, give me advice because the way that I feel like there's a couple questions there. I think the first one was around, is it like too late for a date? 
um, this second date. Uh, I would say there's definitely, my cat is rubbing his head on my computer if you keep this, <laughs> this okay. keeps going back. But um, I would say there's definitely a point where it will fizzle. I don't think it's already been too long Tuesday through a weekend because there's a possibility that he thinks that you're not interested either. You don't well, want to get caught in that middle ground where, you know, you're both not sure how the other one feels. I agree. Um, it's never it's not too late. It, uh, look, a first day can happen and then a second day can happen a month later. We just don't we yeah. have no idea. First, first dates are kind of had in the zone of like, yeah, I'll do a first date. Like it's it's I don't think anyone's sitting there like I. you could have a first date while you're on a fourth date with someone else hypothetically yeah. so let's keep that in mind but how would you act in this situation ashley i'm wondering you go on a first date how would you kind of what would your next move be you i go am on a like good first date where no kiss happens but you felt some chemistry you as if you i wrote, feel chemistry i'm going on a second date period like i i mm. i don't think that there's any if your gut says that you want to see this person again you should listen to your gut that's what see, i think but that's my point to this email is like what you just said is the advice for her. And it's like she is so concerned with what he thinks. And right. I think that's what like, think? what do you think? And then I think that's like the 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 advice um, that I'm trying to like own myself in this dating world. I think you got to be so honest. It hurts a little bit. That's that's what I was about to say. I am radically honest to the point where women are often like, I cannot believe that you are saying this to me. But I just sure. am so upfront about like where I'm at emotionally. Um, I'm not afraid to hurt their feelings on a first date because first of all, it's not mean to say to someone, I'm a little bit emotionally unavailable. Like I am just dating for fun, but if I meet someone great, I think it's a possibility that it could be more than fun. I am like very, very honest a, with people. A state of the union, so to speak. Yes, you know? I do a state of the union every, <laughs> I get up at the podium and yeah. I talk about the economy and uh, yes. climate change and everything else that's going on. I don't on have a lot life. of savings. I hate the rain. <laughs> I'm emotionally unavailable. You do your own personal. Yeah. Like, do that in a kind way like there's a polite yes. kind way to let people know exactly where you're at that way if they're not interested they're not wasting your time your time totally. matters as much as their time and you're not wasting their time because they know what they're getting into so yeah i yeah i mean the the question that i'm like zoned in on how long is too long after a first date to set up a second date that is so much ball in their court that you're not even playing at the same court so why not like and, and so and they ask for kind of overarching newly single advice my overarching single newly single advice when you're saying uh advice you can give about dating casually again is be that honest person like 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 stop caring about the other person like like be yeah. classy be polite but stop caring about if they like you yeah, you're you gonna like, find do out. You like that? Yeah, <laughs> like you're gonna, and it's like, hey, we had chemistry, we didn't kiss, but I want to see them again. There's your answer. Hey, here's the text you sent. Hey, I had a great time on that first date. 
We'd love to do a second. Let me know when you're free. Now, let me know when you're free at least gives them the opportunity to do the thing because it sounds like she wants to be asked. That gives them the opportunity yeah, to, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. to ask, to make you feel good about it. And if they don't make you feel good about it, it's time to go. That's it. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Headspace. If you've ever tried to meditate and feel like you've done it wrong, Headspace is the perfect companion. Headspace is your daily dose of mindfulness. Get guided meditations in an easy-to-use app. Overwhelmed? Headspace has a three-minute SOS meditation for you. Or need some help falling asleep? Get a wind-down session. Their members swear by it. I'm going to tell you right now, I love Headspace. You know why? And this is part of mindfulness. It's when you're being led by a professional, by a professional service, that gives you a beginning, middle, and end to what you're doing. So maybe you've tried to do your own version of meditation. Maybe you have your own sleep, you know, uh, ways to get to sleep. But this is professionally put together, giving you a beginning, middle, and end so you can trust it. Part of your brain can let go to those thoughts of, am I even doing this right? Is this the way to go? Am I wasting my time? There's no waste of time with Headspace. And for parents, Headspace even has morning meditations you can do with your kids. Headspace's approach to mindfulness can reduce stress, improve sleep, boost focus, and increase your overall sense of well-being. Headspace is backed by 25 published studies on its benefits, 600,000 five-star reviews, and over 60 million downloads. So you can trust it. This is exactly what I'm saying. Headspace makes it easy for you to build a life-changing meditation practice with mindfulness that works for you on your schedule anytime, anywhere. You deserve to feel happier. And Headspace is meditation made simple. Go to headspace.com slash JTrain. That's headspace.com slash JTrain for a free one-month trial with access to Headspace's full library of meditations for every situation. That's a full month to figure out if this is a great thing for you. So that's headspace.com slash JTrain for a free one-month trial with access to Headspace, uh, their full library of meditations for every situation. This is the best deal they're offering right now. So go to headspace.com slash JTrain and get more Headspace. The JTrain Podcast is brought to you by June Shine Hard Kombucha. Now you can combine your two favorite things, trying to be healthy and getting shithouse wasted. June Shine is better for you alcohol. If you don't already know the good word, kombucha is a delicious wonder drink. It's light and refreshing, loaded with probiotics, low carb, and now it can get you trashed. It makes me feel less bloated than beer and I feel better than the, the next day. I, I'm going to tell you right now. I'm a huge fan. I came in a little bit cynical. I came in, uh, you know, kombucha. The people who drink kombucha aren't really my vibe, and they're probably not yours if you're a fan of this podcast. But let me tell you right now, forget the forget your preconceived notions. For, forget everything you thought you knew about kombucha. This is um, it, it is somewhere between a craft beer and a wine. I would say it's between those two. Juneshine has just three grams of sugar, but they're not just uh, keeping you healthy. They're keeping the planet healthy. Juneshine is 100% carbon neutral, and the brewery is solar paneled. And listen to these flavors. The flavors are cool. Blood orange mint, grapefruit paloma, and chili mango. Can't pick one? Try the variety pack. Chili mango is great. And I'm telling you, just like I'm saying, it's like if you like a sweet craft beer – and you like a uh, cool wine, 
like a natural wine, it is in between the two, and you're going to love June Shine. You can buy June Shine at your local liquor store or Whole Foods, Safeway, and thousands more. They also do tastings. Check juneshine.com to see where they're, when they're coming to you. But if you're like me, I get it delivered straight to my doorstep. So just for you, get 20, 20% off plus free shipping nationwide. Check it out, juneshine.com slash JTrain or use code JTrain at checkout. That's 20% off everything and free shipping. This offer is good site-wide, so get on it today. That's J-U-N-E-S-H-I-N-E dot com slash JTrain, juneshine.com slash JTrain or use code JTrain at checkout and shine on. Podcast at gmail.com, Podcast at gmail.com here with ashley gavin go 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 follow right now at ash gavs on instagram at ash gavs comedy on tiktok okay let's do this old friends with benefits reunited again in nyc Mm. is it Mm. fate i love when so is it fate no you you had a job they moved that's it um, there were movers involved. <laughs> Jared, new listener here, loving the pod. Back in 2014, while in college, I started hooking up with a guy. Let's call him Tom. LOL. See what I did there? I don't know what I you did I guess this there. guy's name is Tom. Yeah. That's, okay. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what you did. We only hooked up on weekends. Sex was great. Like the only person who could make me come at 19. Wow. Okay, good for you. Oh, my God. The Anyways. straights are so sad. That is such a sad... <laughs> oh, I feel bad for the straights. <laughs> well, th- this is the thing. The straights, what we're doing is we're like... It- it's like we're trying to talk to this different species. Like I know. You're it's so there, hard. I feel you're bad talking you, with honestly. someone who's ex- you're, you're you're looking at, you're like oh I know I know all the streets on this map <laughs> you know like yeah yeah um it's, it's anyways guys. we had a huge falling out after he didn't ask me to his frat formal I mean this feels like we went into the wayback machine I was hurt because uh, not only did he not ask me I didn't expect him to I never invited him to my sorority things but because he needed a date and posted on a Facebook page ooh (laughs) that is brutal I I was like man she's really stuck on this old college story and then I'm like oh yeah you posted on Facebook yeah that's that's rough that is really rough that you didn't get the friend like the friend invite at least so I'm hooking with this guy opens Facebook what Uh, does anyone want to go to my formal (laughs) my ego took a punch because I felt like I wasn't date quote unquote material this triggered me triggered some thoughts about being a woman of color in a predominantly white space but that's another story oh, for another time oh okay i could understand that that all right i was I empathize gonna say with that. it yeah. i was gonna suggest that maybe it was more about him worrying that it would up the stakes of the relationship to bring you on a date to his formal but i don't want to ignore what she just said that is definitely could be a factor but both can be true you know yeah. you know so, okay. Anyway, I didn't speak to him for a year. Then eventually we rekindled and things were back to status quo, aka only talking on weekends after the bars were closed. I was genuinely okay with this agreement. After college, I had a serious boyfriend. We never spoke again. Fast forward four years later, I'm single and living in the city. On the morning of my very first night in my apartment, he texted me saying he randomly saw me on Bumble a mile away. Oh, needless to say, we are back where things left off. So four years later, out of college, 
the guy who was making her come at 19 is back. I was going to say, she, she's still not coming a lot. That's what this, that's what this like, means. I got to go back to the come well. Okay. So she writes, <laughs> she writes, except when we do quote unquote hang out, one, it's always on his terms, which I have called him out on. Two, he seems to want to get into his problems with me. Conversations are always deep. He has revealed he has a lot of dating insecurities and refuses to date. As a friend, I try to help him realize his worth. One night when uh, when with one of his friends, he spoke uh, about me about me in front of me in a way no one has uh, has ever had. He said he admired me and I was one of the bravest people he knows. She writes, I'm an influencer. Ever since then and after hearing it from a couple of friends, I'm convinced he likes me. But if he really did, why does he treat me like the literal opposite? I know him enough to know he is not a bad guy. I let him uh, get away with a lot because of this. I would love to see him try and put in a genuine effort. That way I too can have uh, a chance to decide if I like him. And she writes, I do a little. Do I wait to see if he will outgrow this fear and security or decide if he snoozes, he loses? I'm dating other people but need to know if I should cut him off. Any advice would be appreciated. I see you on the West Side High all the time hoping to run into you and say hi please do okay so what do you think ashley gavin oh my gosh i think almost uh identical to the last one i think everything that you're saying needs to go to this guy like i i feel like she needs to have a conversation with him because she obviously cares enough to like write this like very thoughtful question to you so Mm -hmm. she's thinking about him a lot and he sounds like he's got i'm gonna be honest i'm getting like I don't I would have to meet him to make a formal decision, obviously, but I'm like, I don't know. I don't know about this guy. The fact that he it sounds like a lot is going on and she needs to tell him how she feels and her qualms with him. Yeah, I'm with you. I think he's very confused. And yeah, when he when he says. First of all, this goes back to your ex who's 25 you know, four years after college, let's call it 26. Let's say these two 26-year-olds. I think that's, you know, there, there's such a thing as the quarter-life crisis. It sounds yes. like he's kind of going through that. Yes. Here's the other thing. He sees you on a dating app, Bumble, um, and texts you right away because you are a comfortable option. And I don't, I, I hope that doesn't come off as, mean I just mean that as he's at a low point where he's said to you he refuses to date but he's on a dating app yes so refuses to date on a dating app but then reaches out to you because it's a low risk option you are someone and low risk for his ego you're someone who has said yes before so when you go back to someone who has said yes before and they say no you can always blame it on well, we've already tried and it didn't work out. You you don't blame it on the things that hurt the most, which is they think I'm ugly, they think I'm a loser, you know, like because they've already said yes. So mm-hmm. there's a there's reasons that are built into your relationship. And and also for the same reason you're going back to him. He made you come when you were 19. So there's comfort in him. There's, that's the reason you guys are back to hooking up. Now, the things he said about you, I would assume are very true. He does admire you. He thinks you're special. He thinks you're great. I would assume he does believe all those things. Why isn't he taking that next step? Because one, you take that next step, you are basically 
eliminating that person as that comfortable option. Yes. Because yeah. they have to they have to you you two have to move forward and moving forward is either marriage scary. or nothing. Yeah. Scary. Very scary. So, so I under th- these are all excuses I'm giving to him. That is, but then this is all comes back to what Ashley said, which is correct. You got to say something, and you have to kind of put a line in the sand a little bit. I think you have to say to him how you feel because right now she's like she even wrote, "I would love to see him try and put in a genuine effort." But like that's you asking for him to like to guess at what you're looking for or how you're feeling. Yeah. Like I, I, and you say I like him. You know, does I need to decide if I like him? I understand that, but he's he thinks you like him, you, you know, like on a on whatever. Like I, I I can speak to a male ego in this scenario. I don't think he's like, yeah, this girl who's not sure about me is fucking me. Like I don't think he thinks that way. Oh, that's so interesting. That's really I I I do hear snippets of that from men sometimes, and I've always been like, what? Like how could you? I'm constantly insecure about how people feel about me. So. Snippets of like a, a guy just being like, if she's in bed with me, she likes me, like type of thing. Yeah, that that kind of yeah. thing where it's like he's so sure that of exactly how this girl feels in a very black and white way, and I'm always like, this could not possibly be the case. Like this, <laughs> there's well, more well, nuance th- than that. <laughs> totally. Well, think of like why guys end relationships. Oh, you want to get serious with me? Like when guys ended, mm. they go, she's she's trying to be serious and I'm not. And then the, and then the woman goes, well, I, I wasn't trying to get married. That's always the response. So right, right, it, right. it kind of plays into that. So I think her like her strategy here, if I, if I was to say to her is like, you got to say, hey. Um, also, there is such a thing as a friends with benefits hump that relationships go over. Yes, absolutely. Where it, where it's done, you know, like you're done with this as a friends with benefits. You've you've written into the podcast, so it's time to admit yeah. to that. And, and again, with such care, it was such a thoughtful mm. question with so many emotions in it. Like she, I, I actually do think that she would want to date this person just based on what I've heard. She could read if, that email he could, to him. Yeah, she could. You know, uh, J train podcast at gmail.com J train podcast at gmail.com here with Ashley Gav, Ash, Ashley Gavin at Ash Gavs on Instagram. Go follow, go follow right now at Ash Gavs comedy on TikTok. Okay. Let's do this one. Are you on dating apps, Ashley? I am. Yeah. I'm on Which one do you use? You're on hinge. Yeah. It's the only one where men don't come up in my feed. <laughs> they, 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 how is that possible on the uh, the other I, ones? I I have nothing to blame but just the homophobia of the universe I, because these <laughs> my preferences are not like sometimes men. You know what I mean? Sure. Like it's I have no idea. <laughs> well, it is funny. the The apps were created by men, so like yes. this is so it's like it is funny to think of like the the man who created it being like. Well, let's give her a shot to see a guy every now and again, just in case, you know? Yeah, I wonder if they're like, I I mean, I don't really know how the algorithms work, but I do wonder to some degree, like, I know that these algorithms can break for the the kind of deal breaker issues for someone that's like a high enough compatibility match, but gender should not be one of the ones that can get overrided. (laughs) Yeah, that's insane. (laughs) I'm into women. 
we'll throw her a couple men. (laughs) It's like so insane. Okay, so this one's called How Long Should I Stay on the Apps? Board Lord, feather, feather. I have a dating app question I'm struggling with and could use some help. I never had trouble dating until I relocated to a new city about an hour away from my hometown where I was living until a little over two years ago. I work from home with my company being located in Montana. I'm in California and don't know anyone in this new town, so I have been having a tough time meeting people. I'm a single mom and made the move to this new town to be closer to my child's dad. Even though I used to do a lot with my friends in my hometown and was involved in rec leagues and had a lot of hobbies, I was looking forward to trying something new, so this move was exciting. However, in this new town, I don't really know where to start when it comes to building a social life and I'm struggling to make connections. So I joined the apps hoping to put myself out there and at least get something on my social calendar. I'm independent and do a lot of my own gym, take my dog to the park, try restaurants, etc. But without any connections here and without any coworkers to suggest happy hour with, I'm at a loss. I have tried the apps off and on for the last few years since I lived here in this new town, taking a break when I need it. But honestly, nothing has really stuck. Being a single mom means I I am not for everyone. doesn't hurt my feelings. I know this won't be a deal breaker for the right person for me. But how long do I stay on the apps before counting it as a failed venture? I am open and positive to meeting people. And seeing where it goes, regardless of which avenue they come into my life. But it seems like nine out of ten times the quality of guys I meet on the apps is not what I'm looking for. And just ends up being more of a headache than anything else. With limited options of how to meet people in this new town and with my single parent situation, uh, is this too close-minded and negative? I don't want to be closed off to different uh, different ways of meeting people, but I'm starting to think I may need to rethink my strategy since I'm feeling isolated and down. Any input is welcome, and thanks in advance for your wisdom. I'm hoping Classic Shelves is on. He's not. I'm sorry. He can give me a celeb lookalike. I haven't heard him on in a while, and I feel like uh, I might stump him. Well, she sent a picture along. She's very pretty. Um, I don't – Shelby might have to – we can maybe forward it to him to get a, a lookalike. Ashley Gavin, what, what would be your advice to this person? I I feel I feel their anxiety. Yeah, right? yeah, the, and their frustration. Well, first of all, they sound like a super like self aware, thoughtful, mature human being. Like, good mm-hmm. for you. You sound like a good person. I just want to put that out there. Totally. Um, and I'm looking at her. She's very pretty and young. Like, like she's looking to live life a little bit. I know. I'm wondering where the fuck this town is, if I'm being totally right? honest. This town sounds like it blows because you sound like a really <laughs> cool person who makes an effort in all the right ways. Um, I get this question a lot from young gay people about like, oh, my gosh, how do I meet people, even just friends? Mm. And I know, I'm not sure how much this will resonate, but one of the pieces of advice that I give young gay people is to go and volunteer at an LGBTQ center because you're going to meet other queer people who know the queer shit in the area. Mm. There's no such thing as that for straight people. But I'm sure. I'm wondering if the same advice can be applied that there's something that you really, really care about something that aligns with your values and then you'll probably meet probably especially if it has to do with kids you might meet other people who are like more open-minded about you know what i mean this kind of stuff it's fantastic advice and i'm actually going to add on to your advice because i want 
I think what you're saying is true. Like, there's something you care about that is important to you. Volunteer, but also what that thing that's important to you might be just your kid. And if it's your kid, then maybe it's setting up play dates with your kid and someone else's kid. And yeah. I think when I, I think the the mirage when you're single and you're looking to meet people is I need to look for the the opposite sex in this scenario. She said she's looking for guys and they've become a waste of time and they're be you know and she'll find the right guy when the, uh, that's the right match for her. And I agree with all that. But I'm saying, you know, for her. Men aren't interested in relationship conversations. Mm-hmm. Women generally are. So mm-hmm. I think if she's uh, to sort of take your advice, join a, a you know a mommy and me group or w- whatever gets you and your kid doing something together where there's other parents around, and zone in on the women. Zone yeah, in on them. They know what's up. They know what's going on. They know every one of their husband's single friends. They know, you know, they have group things and zone in on them because I think zoning in on the men is a waste of time. It's just, it's just there. Even if you went to the, you know, the LGBTQ, um, you know, volunteering and you like hung out with like a man there, I don't think they're going to help you as much as the women will help you there. <laughs> you know, like yeah, I, I, yeah. I genuinely believe. And I see that with like, you know, I see that with in my own life when it's like, you know, when I talk to my guy friends and I'm like, yeah, I'm saying, you know, uh, they hear about, you know, being single again. They're like, so what's it like? You know, like their questions are dumb. You know, <laughs> like their questions are very caveman ish. The, yeah. the 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 women in my life, they're like, well, let me know when you're ready to like meet this friend or that. You know, it, it's a different type of energy so i think for her volunteer do stuff with your kid but like look for the women at these groups and and also they're interested in that conversation yeah meet people that are where you are Mm -hmm. i I think yeah it's i mean i feel like the theme of a lot of this stuff is just like be be true to who you are be true to your needs and it sounds like you just want to feel seen in this like new town for for who you are and the other parents and other other people who are looking to get involved in a community that's centered around kids you know you'll eventually find your book club for you alone you know or yeah use your use your child like yes. that is what we're saying to the, yeah, to, to get your get yourself a, a you know a guy or a friend i think that Maybe, yeah stage yeah. of life is important here Maybe even get them on America's Got Talent tap dancing or something. That's so much exposure. <laughs> You'll meet so many people. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Native Deodorant. Do you stink? Probably. We all stink from time to time. But you could stink a lot less because Native Deodorant has your back and your pits. I love Native Deodorant. I love that they, and I call them flavors because, again, this is natural deodorant. So... They're putting stuff in there that you don't mind putting on your body, and that's why I call it a flavor. But I like that Native Deodorant lets you kind of switch it up, and it works great. I love it. I use it on a daily basis. Native cares about what you put on your body, and they're about stopping the stink the right way. That's the Native difference. You've heard me talk about Native's legendary aluminum-free deodorant, which I love. 
But have you tried their body wash, toothpaste? I have the, the body wash is great. I use it every day. Uh, the, the toothpaste, I don't know about, but I'm telling you, the body wash is good. The deodorant I love. I really do. I like that I have a few different flavors to kind of – it really does change your mindset. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. The, they have brand-new mineral-based sunscreen. Natives on a mission to overhaul your entire hygiene routine. Natives products work against odor with simple ingredients that smell great. Or if you're more into a natural scent, Native has a popular unscented option. And if you're more sensitive, check out their sensitive collection that is made without baking soda. So listen, they've got something for everybody here in a natural form. You can even build your own personalized product bundles. Mix and match three of your favorite scents. Keep them on rotation so you have something for every occasion. That is the move. Consider your morning ritual officially upgraded. Stay fresh, stay clean with Native by going to nativedeo.com slash JTrain or use promo code JTrain at checkout and get 20, 20, 20, 20% off your first order. That's nativedeo.com slash JTrain or use promo code JTrain at checkout for 20% off your first order. Podcast at gmail.com jtrainpodcast at gmail.com here with ashley gavin at ash gaz let's read this one hi uh, this is called bumble date mishap i found your podcast from listening to the gge and now listen to you every week as well thank you so i finally need your help i have recently gotten back into the dating apps and i'm facing a weird situation my gut is telling me what to do but i don't want it to but i want to get your take on it so I matched with this guy on Bumble and we had some great conversations, exchanged phone numbers and planned a date last night. The date went really well and we even sat outside talking afterwards. It did take a bit of an awkward turn when at the end of the date, I thought he was going in for a hug and he went in very non-confidently for a kiss. Ooh, nothing worse than a non-confident kiss, uh, which kind of turned into a cheek kiss because I was caught off guard. Anyways, <laughs> oh. Anyways, I ended up texting him that night to say I hope I didn't offend him and that I had fun. The conversation ended well with potential plans for a second date. Flash forward to this morning, I went to Bumble to find a picture of him because my friend had asked what he looked like when I was telling her about the date. I noticed that he had unmatched me. His profile had grayed out. Okay, so we have... So here's the apologies. Just got back home. So let's read him. I'll be him. You be her. And then we'll get to the. I'll be him. Ready? Yes. Wait, I just wait, got wait. back. I want to make sure. I'm so They're sorry. in order, I think. Oh, OK. OK. So she I guess. So anyways, I ended up texting him that night to say I hope I didn't offend him and that I had fun. So that's this text. Ready? I just got back home. Thanks for making the trip out here. I had a good time, smiley face. I hope I didn't offend you when we were leaving. I just, uh, I was just caught off guard. I will have to come down to your area next time if you want to hang out again. Ha ha, no, I was not offended. Yes, I do want to see you again. Let's do a, let's do a blank night. We can get bar pizza. Okay, good, because I didn't want you to feel like I didn't have a good time. Would love a uh, blank pizza. Okay, so then... Flash forward to this morning, I went to Bumble to find a picture of him because my friend had asked what he looked like. I was telling her about the date. I noticed that he had unmatched me. His profile had grayed out. So here's his mm. profile. Yeah, he's gone. He's disappeared off the face of the earth. Of the earth. Um, <laughs> so I wasn't sure how to approach this, but with the guidance of my friends, I decided to be upfront about it and just ask. I'm not a games person. Very so good. Love that. Let's read the, let's read the messages. You ready? I'm ready. 
Hey, I hope you enjoyed playing golf. I'm a little confused because I think you unmatched me on Bumble. Upside down smiley face. <laughs> hey, it was fun. I played pretty well and I'm just finishing up. I did? Hold on. Let me check. I had my phone in the bag last time it fell out of the cart. What's it say on your side? I don't see you anymore. It says Paul ended the chat. They weren't feeling it. LOL. You can understand my confusion. Ha ha. Oh, that's weird. It must have been open and accidentally did that. Sorry about that. If you if you want, here is my Instagram. And then he gives us Instagram. <laughs> no. She writes, at that point, I just liked the message. And then he ended up double texting, have fun with your friends tonight. I'm confused. It takes a full swipe and two clicks in order to unmatch someone. I don't think it can happen accidentally, especially with your phone falling out of the golf cart. At this point, I am just confused what the point of lying is and why someone would unmatch you and then still be interested in talking and going on a second date. My gut is saying something fishy is going on, but that this is also the first decent date I've had. And uh, I've been on an after two to three failed first dates thank you for your help sincerely unmatched uh, <laughs> so what do you think maybe i'm naive but he's still texting you and he gave you the instagram i i have had stranger things happen with sure. apps like that it i mean i don't know it it, it is if he did unmatch her on purpose, super weird move to keep talking to her. And I think if it's fishy, if it's like cheating or something strange like that, he wouldn't have given her the Instagram. I don't even think he'd be texting her if he were at that level. I don't know. I, it's it's unless he deleted the app. Like he I definitely unmatched. He unmatched her. Like we yeah, have to for sure. I, yeah. I, I, it is interesting to me that a lot of women write into this podcast and they use the word confused instead of I'm annoyed. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. I, I like the, the word confused. It, 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 it makes me. We're not allowed like, to be I, angry, Jared. We have to be like, I think this weird thing may have happened where possibly you threw your phone off a roof and for some reason the buttons like hit a bird and now we may be unmatched possibly. I, you're, you couldn't be more right because I, it must be that because it's that. to me, she's sitting there going, I got unmatched. That hurts. That's annoying. Yeah. Now she's going to the person that annoyed her for answers? It's like, fuck him. Yeah, that fucking well, stings. It stings. You got unmatched. It's over. He And the reason he's still talking to you, here's the thing. She said, and she writes something very specific that she's believing, but it is not true. She wrote, at this point, I'm just confused what the point of lying is when someone, and why someone would unmatch you and then still be interested in talking and going on a second date. He never said he's interested in a second date. That's not what happened. He gave you his Instagram because that makes pizza, things more casual. He, you don't get a second date until you're on the second date. Like the like okay. like okay. he's made promises of a second date. She says she may okay fine. She he wants to go on a second date. I I don't believe that. I think he wants to allude to a second date and then exchange Instagram so that you're kind of tethered to him. 
and he can keep up communication on his time and then maybe reach out at a later point to be like, hey, I'm out See, in your town. We should hang this out. This is this is where my understanding of straight men is so <laughs> I'm a horrible guest to have on because no, I, that is crazy. That is insanity. You're I a don't fantastic know why. guest because you should call it crazy for these people that are dealing with these like. You're calling it crazy because you don't have to deal with men. If that's what he's doing, if it wasn't, if the pizza suggestion is a lie, if it's fake pizza, Mm. if the unmatched was on purpose, if this is maybe, again, maybe I'm naive, but like my strategy would be here, hey, if you actually want to see me and you didn't unmatch me, let me know because I had a great time. Otherwise, have a great, like, rest of your life goodbye because this yeah. person if if it wasn't a weird accident this person is actually cuckoo bananas like that so, is so, so weird <laughs> it's somewhere between cuckoo bananas and honest it's somewhere in the middle it's not this isn't as plotted as i'm explaining like he right. like a pizza date is a good idea to him and he is giving his instagram because he's attracted to her and likes her but he's not right interested enough to be like i'm gonna be let's date twos next week see it tuesday night at eight something like this recently happened to me where this girl this is kind of embarrassing but i was texting with this girl i have legitimately had the busiest summer of my life a lot of Mm -hmm. my dating texts have gotten lost and i'm not always remembering who i'm talking to because i am not looking for something super serious sure maybe this guy is in that position I lost track of a couple texts with a girl. She got drunk one night, texted me and was like, hey, I just want to let you know no one's ghosted me before. And immediately I wrote back and I was like, holy shit, I am so sorry. I yeah. I lost track of the text. I immediately asked her out because the truth was I did want to see her. And I think if you're right. If this guy were that interested, he probably would have been more embarrassed, more apologetic, and been like, let's go do something. Yeah, instead he's like, here's my Instagram, let's watch each other's stories yeah. for the next yeah. two years. Like, I, she should <laughs> opt out of, like, 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 she should opt out of Instagram, she should, and start being annoyed instead of confused. I think that's like kind of the big takeaway for me, because I'm like, she mentioned being confused a thousand times, and it's like, there's no confusion here. He unmatched yeah. you. He yeah. then kept you uh, held on to you in whatever way he could because he's because you said i'm interested in you and right. he didn't make a date there's no confusion yeah. j train podcast at gmail.com j train I, I love how cutthroat you get gmail listen there's a point where we have to do it you know uh let's do one last email you ready i sent it before yes and oh. ashley you've been a fantastic guest go follow ashley at ash gavs on Instagram, at Ashgav's Comedy, on TikTok. Okay, ready? Hey, neighbor. Jared, love your oh, stuff. Think one. the okay. live... Uh, yeah. Jared, love your, uh, love your stuff. Think the live screams are my favorite thing you do, but this is a very close second. Thanks for entertaining all of my long drives. Anyways, here we go. I was introduced to my friend's next-door neighbor back in July. I was out with some friends at a bar, and we ran into him. I immediately knew I was attracted to him, and after a few drinks, I managed to find myself staying the night at his place. Beginning the very next day, he wanted to follow each other on social media platforms, and we began texting every day. Obviously, I knew he was interested, but wasn't sure in what capacity because his texts were 90% sexual, and he wasn't very wasn't much of a texter about other topics. Well, he well, is a texter. We know what capacity, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. I expressed to him that I do feel flattered by the sexting, but I wanted to take uh, talk about other things too. He said he didn't realize he was doing that and switched topics. He never dropped the sexting, but at least would ask other questions. Yeah, okay. So I entertained the conversations for about two weeks. During that time, we hadn't had the opportunity to see each other despite his efforts to get me to his house late at night. Okay, I think we... I think we're all kind of seeing what's yeah. going on here. Things started to go sideways. Well, I, I believe they're already sideways. Uh, when yeah. I took the initiative to invite him out for drinks and response seemed kind of shitty. I feel as though I was honest with how I was feeling and kind of felt gaslighted uh, with some of his responses. I've attached all six screenshots from that point to the part where he begins to talk uh, a wall about three weeks ago to reference the text. I killed a roach last night. I went to his house because he was too scared. Ah, oh, dump this I'm man. Totally o- Get him out of your life. And, Jesus yeah, Christ. she writes, in conclusion, I'm totally over this guy. But as I sat on my couch and received another text from him, I thought this was the perfect situation for the professional. What was this guy thinking? What would be some Jared responses that I can use? Uh, so what do we? let's go to the text. Let's read them out. Okay. She numbered them. Oh, I see. So I'll start okay. with number one. I'll be him, you be her. I'll be the the dick in this, in this okay. scenario. How is Austin, though? So I was wrong about my sister coming in. They don't land until uh, tomorrow at 1.30 p.m. It's quite eventful. We made our new menu items this morning and working on training videos now. I'll make your evening eventful. Winky face, smirky face. I mean, it's right to sex. Like, this is it. It's yeah. over. Yeah. Ha ha. Our schedules are just not lining up well this week. He writes, indeed. Not a great word to make yourself less creepy. Okay. Well, maybe next week we can grab a drink. Thumbs up emoji. I fucking hate this guy. (laughs) She does too. Look at. Yeah. Wow. Great. Wow. A A thumbs up. I can feel the excitement. LOL. I feel like a thumbs up is better than a thumbs down or meh. And then she doesn't answer. He writes back three hours later. True story. Oh, good to know what other responses you were contemplating. Indeed. Oh, he's back with indeed. Where are you? This is at 1137 p.m. that night. Um, I'm at home. Yes, I'm at home. I am not sober. Come spoon me. Breakfast in the AM. Oh my God. Meh, thumbs down. Yo. <laughs> okay. She does the callback. She she's playing I like I like this girl. She, I like her, but she's she's playing in a game she knows is going yeah. on. And yeah. and like and if you hate it, you gotta the referee at some point has to come in and call the match. You know, like right. you know, so but I I like her meh thumbs down. I'll make bacon. Man, thumbs down. Ouch. Why you cut me so deep? And then she didn't answer. And then the next afternoon, he writes, you gave me a man a thumbs down. So now he's responding. Now he's backing it. Yeah, that might have been a bit much. But in all fairness, your responses before were not very nice. I'm not sure my responses have been unkind. Maybe how you read it is. And then he responds to his own. What are you doing with your weekend? That's this is at four later in the day on Saturday. And then he writes question mark. So he wants a response. 
Yeah. That's the next day. So she doesn't answer. Then Sunday he writes question mark. She's trying to not talk. To, then she gives two. She gives a double question mark. Back and he writes, him. I was at, I was asking what you were doing the rest of the weekend, but didn't hear back. Then the question mark was a drunk. Hey, I didn't hear back. Now he's drunk again. <laughs> yeah, this guy might have a problem. Oh, yeah. I was out and about yesterday. Have yoga and some brunch plan plans with friends today. All righty. Well, just trying to connect. Um, and then he sent he sent something. I think that's what she referenced. Um, he sent something. We can't really see it. But then. Yeah, not sure. OK, and then she she writes back to that. Uh, LOL looks like a good time. I wasn't sure if you actually wanted to hang out after the thumbs up response kind of seemed like maybe you were just looking for someone to come over. I think you're overanalyzing the thumbs up and I do want you to come over. We had a lot of really good sex. Well, she's not, she's not overanalyzing the thumbs up. She asked no, for drinks. That's, that he is, gave yeah, a thumbs up. Yeah. He, he, she asked for drinks, gave a thumbs up. And then he, she says, he says, you're overanalyzing the thumbs up and then says exactly what she assumed the thumbs up meant. Yeah. Right. Yeah. She's okay. dead on about this guy. Um, yeah. I'm not sure that he, when it comes to gaslighters like this, I'm not sure that they all fully understand what they're doing. Um, but you're giving him a lot laugh. of, uh, you're giving him a lot of credit in that. I, I, I think he, he's, I, I agree with you. I think he's all about sex. This guy only yeah. wants to fuck. I don't think that he's reflecting on what he's saying at all. I think he's just putting stuff out there and deflecting. Um, totally. But yeah. Yeah, that could be, but I'm not communicating that I wasn't a fan of that. Maybe I'm misinterpreting your text and overanalyzing. Shrug. Girl, we have to stop. You're, we need to just, you're right. You're not Women need to be angrier. <laughs> we need to be fucking angry. And yes, be we did. I'm, I'm not just looking for a fuck buddy, though. So if you're interested in getting to know each other, cool. If not, I understand that, too. And then I think that's it. No, he wrote, I don't mind hanging out and getting to know you more, but is that kind of backwards at this point? Oh, dude, give it up. Give it up. And then he and then she doesn't answer. He writes, there was a roach at my front door. I didn't know what to do. And then I guess she and then he writes, hey, blank, what is up? What are you up to tonight? Maybe we can have drinks. Hey, let's grab a drink next week. See, now he's coming back to drinks. See, this is what happens. He. This guy, and I'll, I mean, her her response is no response. Her response is to block. This is oh Yeah, block this guy for sure. And it took you, first of all, his last text is like kind of the most important to me. Yeah, Yes, the, the one before is a little bad, but the one before is bad, but him saying, I don't mind hanging out and getting to know you more, but is that kind of backwards at this point? So he's basically saying, I have no interest in getting to know you. We've already had sex. So let's just keep having sex. We are at, we're at this level. I don't want to go back to level one again. I'm not going, I'm not restarting the and video. He's game. not just saying that he's saying that in the rudest way possible. He could have been so much more polite. Like, I'm sorry. I'm just like not in a space to be in a relationship. But if you're looking for a hookup, like I'm around, like, you know what that I mean? Like, that's totally reasonable. And then here's the part that's more annoying. He actually thinks that this person is dumb enough to go on drinks with him and forget all this other shit. Because now yeah. he's like, okay, fine, I'll do drinks. It just shows you 
This guy has no other options. You are his only sexual option. So, but he's not, and now he's coming back to you because he's like, oh, drinks are the key to the sex? I guess I'll have to do that again. Yeah. It's like yeah. to begrudgingly go back, you know, and listen, I agree with you. He could say, I'm not looking for anything more than come over and have sex. And that actually makes him the good guy who's just very honest. Like that, that makes him a better guy, I guess. But what he does in this scenario is just so icky as far as you go back to the, like you knew what you, like even, and sometimes dating is done in this like unsaid thing. Like if she was like, let's do drinks and his response wasn't a thumbs up and he did drinks and he had a fun time with her and they had sex and their relationship was just drinks and going back and having great sex. That's another form of a fine relationship for yeah, some people. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? He wasn't even up for that. And it's like the problem with casual is this woman who's being very fun and flirty and, and nice. She thinks like she is thinking that like, well, I only want this much. And it's like he won't even do that much. So you yeah, might as well cut yeah. bait. Yeah. I mean, it's that's just why as someone like who's engaging in a lot of casual sex, like. Mm. be just be kind just be yeah. kind and reasonable and you will have more sex like being kind honest and reasonable will lead to you shouldn't have to trick people into the the casual sex situation like it's so <laughs> so it's, gross it's too much j train podcast at gmail.com j train podcast at gmail.com ashley gavin thank you so much for coming on thank you for having me i, ho I hope my gay advice was helpful i think you were you were perfect, a fantastic guest, and just very helpful. At Ash Gavs on Instagram, at Ash Gavs Comedy on TikTok. The podcast is We're Having Gay Sex every Monday. Go get subscribed. Get involved with her show. It's a fantastic show, and you can use me if you need me. Go to my episode. We had a great time. It was uh, way back when. So uh, I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Monday and Thursday. JTrainPodcast.com. We'll be back next episode. Boom.